Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday, snowy Friday, here in the NYC metro area, just about time for the weekend. Feels like it started already with a snow day from school and kids destroying my house. That said, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant to SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, helping out wherever I can. I love the consultative approach. I love to share stories, provide perspective, and create connection wherever I can to help business leaders as well as their trusted advisors. Every single Friday, you can find me here lending what is left of my mind and my voice to a live radio show where I interview SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. Big happy new year to everybody. Passed out earlier than we expected, obviously. Uh, very happy birthday to my man, uh, the nonprofit sector connector, Tommy DeMisa, also known as Tommy D, the host of Philanthropy and Focus. Love you, brother. Keep doing that thing you do. I got my shades on. There's snow everywhere. The weekend has basically started already. So let's get into doing this thing. So today's show is all about fitness for 2022 with AES. So 2022, New Year's, is when everybody makes their, their resolutions. A lot of times they revolve around fitness and health and well-being. Everyone's going to get back to the gym. Everyone's going to get back into shape, but doesn't always necessarily get carried through. Uh, I've spoken to a great many uh, health and wellness professionals here on the show and a lot of health and wellness folks here on the network at talkradio.myc. My man who I'm interviewing today is not only a health and wellness uh, passion professional, really freak about it. He loves it. It's what he lives and breathes, but he also runs an organization that provides top-notch service to both residential and commercial folks with their fitness equipment, uh, service contracting, as well as uh, placing folks with the right types of fitness equipment. You, new, used, refurbished, all of the above, nothing is out of his purview. So we're going to dive into some discussion about fitness with my man in just a little bit. Uh, if you guys have ever heard that talk is cheap, something that I tend to hear a great deal, we're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is let's use the insight that is provided on the small, medium-sized business landscape. Use it to create more impact come Monday morning after we've hung out for the weekend. It it is far too often to me that small, medium-sized businesses are focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the new tech, the Peloton, if you will. Uh, one consistent thing that I see out there is that products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, both personal and business. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first, keeping a focus on the process that's really going to help you achieve your goals and endgame. As long as you do this, everyone... I believe the right products will present themselves when they're needed by the small, medium-sized business. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a wonderful show for you here today. Our very special guest is none other than Adam Schwab, owner of AES Fitness. So Adam, fitness equipment specialist with over nine years experience prior to starting his own business, working with companies such as Life Fitness. Adam holds an associate degree as an electronic technician from DeVry University and a bachelor's degree in business management from DeVry as well. When it comes to quality, reliability, and professionalism, AES Fitness leads the way in fitness equipment services and supply. The goal is to make fitness equipment run like new and look its best all year long. AES takes great, great pride in the service. 
the service is tailored to suit each one of the client's individual needs, which even small, medium-sized businesses, everyone, have individual needs, and offer various incentives to make it easy for you to do business with AES Fitness. So Adam is an extremely passionate person who wants to take advantage of every opportunity that presents itself in this short life that we experience as humans. He wants to make a huge impact on the fitness industry. It's, uh, it, it is one that he has been dedicated to for a good long time. He feels, lo- he loves and feels blessed to have found passion and to have designed a business around it. Adam was always fascinated with bodybuilding since a very young age, a gym rat for years, training at times six days a week, putting the all into anything and everything. Big time focus, obviously, now as a business owner for the past 10 years is to build AES Fitness into a name brand, a household brand. Been in the industry since 2003, again, formerly as a field services technicians. Uh, now that AES Fitness is, is out there in a big way, Adam does have the freedom to take it as far as he wants to go. Sky's the limit, but he wants to work as I do with other like-minded and like-valued individuals whose main goal is to serve the customer. Adam and AES Fitness are whatever you need them to be. They are a one-stop shop for everything fitness. If it all works together, if it all works together, if they work together, there are no limits to what can be done. Preventative maintenance and inspection plans, technical support on site over the phone, install and breakdown of equipment, moving equipment, building complex home gyms nowadays. You name it, it is in the purview. He can do it all. Looking forward to getting into this with you, Adam. Adam is the guy you want to speak to with any and all things fitness. As always, we're going to discuss my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Joining us from his home, also with kids home from school, and his lovely wife, Lisette, who is celebrating her birthday this week. So very happy birthday to you as well. Adam, Mr. AES, welcome to Always Friday, my brother. Great to have you here. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Hi. So, so I apologize if the internet cuts out here and there. We've been having some issues all day here, and the kids are no doubt monopolizing it somehow up there. But Adam, let's talk a little bit about the founder's journey. I know you used to work specifically for certain companies as a field service technician, and now you can you can really do it all. But give us a little bit of the color behind your journey. Yeah, I uh, got into the fitness industry in 2003. Uh, I was a technician for a company called Life Fitness uh, in New Jersey. Worked for them for uh, eight years. Um, 2011, I had uh, I moved back in with my parents at that time. Uh, had a little, you know, personal hardship, but I used that time to uh, basically say, you know, now is a good time to try to jump in and start my own company. So I left uh, 2000. I left uh, Life Fitness and started AES Fitness in 2011, um, and it's. Uh, been a roller coaster that's for sure it's an onward and upward ever since then though right yeah yeah it's been a great experience overall it's taught me uh a lot so when you were working as a field services technician was it mostly residential or commercial um at the beginning it was commercial because i had a lot of uh, uh connections already from being a technician for life fitness uh, so I was able to make and, and and I give Life Fitness a lot of credit. They've been so good to me. When I put in my two weeks with my manager, they made me an immediate su- uh, subcontractor for them. So they started funneling me warranty work right away, which was an amazing uh, push 
at the beginning for me to really get me off the ground. So I really owe them a lot. My manager, I still work with him today as a subcontractor. So it's been, they've been a hell of a company to me. That's great. And it gives further color to the story that really it's, it's all about the people that you connect with in these places and yeah. really kick, kicking out a good process together. So you know, it's obviously a little bit different being off on your own, being your own small, medium sized business owner and, and really taking this to new levels than it is, you know, working for a larger company and, and just really servicing their one type of product. Talk to us a little bit about what, what that evolution has been like, you know, first working with very particular types of products and then broadening, broadening it to the point where you work with pretty much everything. Yeah. No, at the beginning I concentrated on service from the beginning. I kind of wanted to, I knew I had to diversify a little bit. I didn't want to do just one thing. So I was involved in the service, obviously uh, working with the different brands and manufacturers, uh, you know, just doing the best that I can to uh, broaden my uh, expertise on the different things that, uh, we work on in the fitness industry. And uh, I started, I, I linked up with a company. I don't think they're around anymore, but they were a, uh, a reseller of fitness equipment. And I started working for them doing service calls. And then I started getting the opportunity to buy and sell equipment mm-hmm. and started doing that. And uh, that's become a really huge part of my company. Uh, sales was something I needed to learn. You know, I wasn't naturally good at sales. So it was something I really needed to learn and, and, and figure out. And uh, I learned that, um, you know, if you come, if you're honest and genuine and, and you back your products, then, you know, uh, that's what people, you know, gravitate to. Yep. Most people out there need to evolve and learn things for sales too. And, you know, a big part of those lessons are that it all starts with, with good people. And that's, you know, a lot of, a lot of what I'm about. And in in, in a time and place where everything is, you know, really virtual and people are opening up Amazon stores and things like that everywhere, you know, it would, no shock that you would want to go into that side of the business and, and you could be very, very consultative about it. But, uh, keeping inventory is definitely a little bit larger than some t-shirts and everything. So talk to us a little bit about that. You have like a, you have a stock of inventory of particular, yeah. particular machines. At the, be- at the beginning, I, was, I started the company out of the corner of my own. I had a small apartment. I was, I, my business was ran out of my apartment. And, uh, for instance, my technicians would come pick up their parts from my apartment, um, we would work on the fitness equipment in the parking lot of my apartment. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was bootstrap. We really uh, evolved so much. I then moved it to my parents' basement. Then I moved it to Highland Park at a small office in Highland Park. Then I uh, ended up in uh, Piscataway, where I've been for three or four years now. But back to what your your point is on, on having the relationships. Um, there's a gym, uh, Retro Fitness in Kenilworth, New Jersey. When I started servicing, I got to know the owner of that gym. And he had a warehouse in the back of his gym. So I was able to work it out with him where I could store my equipment back in the gym, there, back in the warehouse, and I would service his gym at no charge. So it worked out for him. It worked out for me. And that's how I was able to start building my inventory and having a place to store inventory, to show uh, people, you know, the inventory that we have. And that was my first little shop. And then uh, it evolved from there. And and that's something that's very significant because you're talking, 
you know, inventory that takes up not only a decent amount of space, but a decent amount of capital and things like that as far as, as far as working capital goes while you're getting, you know, getting the business up and up and running. So that's, that's awesome. It's great to have relationships like that where, you know, not only can they be good advocates for you and, and utilize the services, but, you know, really to partner with you to get, to get everything going in the right direction. I love it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. And, uh, my father, he was a businessman and, uh, he retired. And uh, he has been paying my bills for years, but he also taught me so much about the business side of things, you know, cash flow, balance sheets, profit and loss statements. You know what I mean? Just uh, so many things he's taught me that I keep an eye on every day because, you know, if you don't know your numbers, then you're in real trouble. And uh, he always emphasized that to me. So, um, and he also emphasized, don't ever F with the IRS. <laughs> your, your father sounds like a fairly wise man. The two yeah. guarantees in this life, you got to pay taxes and you got to die. So That's right. So uh, I took we're, that seriously. You and you absolutely should. It sounds like you got a good consigliere on your arm there. So yeah. we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break, but we're gonna be right back with my man Adam Schwab, owner of AES Fitness, when we come back. Stay with us, everybody. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. I'm joined by my buddy, Adam Schwalb, owner of AES Fitness, fitness equipment service, as well as uh, new uh, used refurbished sales. Before we get into the method behind Adam's business, wanted to just sit out by my fire pit, as I like to do, and just give a quick perspective on the topic of the day and the stories we're telling. Uh, although my fire pit looks a little bit like Frosty the Snowman right now. Uh, you should, your go-to person for these types of discussions should be somebody who really has a passion for their trade. You know, you want to partner with somebody who practices what they preach. You know, Adam is somebody who eats, le- eats, sleeps, lives, breeds fitness for himself, for his clients, for the folks that he serves, for the, for the companies that he serves and is partnered with as a subcontractor, as we talked about in the last segment. It's, it's great to, that you know, he, someone like Adam knows certain products very, very well from his travels, but at this point is an authority how to make things happen with all brands. I just, you know, thinking about the way Adam's positioned, I was thinking of uh, when I interviewed Michael Leibowitz a couple, uh, couple weeks back on the idea of marketing versus branding. He said, marketing is asking someone out on a date and branding is the reason that they say yes. And somebody like Adam can work with all brands and all stories. And while uh, AES, I know, is Adam's initials, it, it might as well stand for all equipment serviced with the way that, that Adam and AES Fitness go to market. Super flexible philosophy, presence of 24-7 availability. I, I love it. So Adam, to dive in deeper, we want to talk a little bit about the method behind the madness of AES Fitness. So this is the scientific part of our show where we like to really look at everything that you do, what you do, how you do it, and how you go to market for it. So lay it on us. Give us the method. Well, um, how do you go to market with it? I mean, at this point, we really don't do much. I mean, I have search engine optimization for the website. You know, so we're all over Google. So if you type in anything, fitness equipment repair, we come up first. I did uh, notice that, yes. Yeah, we built a real good reputation. Um, Google reviews is very important. So we have 142 Google reviews. No other company comes close to that. So uh, people notice that and they call us because they want us to come out because of the reputation that we have, you know. Um, I only surround myself with the best people. I really have a finally have a good team. It's super hard to find a good team. That is the biggest part uh, and the biggest hardship of running a company. You want to have good people around you. It's very, very hard. So um, finally, I think that I have a good team now. I'm ready for 2022. Um, But as far as like the execution, you know, you know, it, we we do a ton of work based on referrals uh, and uh, a ton of repeat business. You know, um, at the beginning when people wanted to buy a piece of equipment from me, I would get the whole spiel about, oh, you know, I found you on Craigslist. How do I know you're real? I'm not going to give you a deposit. It's gotten to the point now where people call me and they say, we want to buy this treadmill and it's a done deal. You know, we take the deposit. We then... Uh, get the equipment ready. We strip down the equipment, replace all worn parts. Um, we refurbish the equipment and we set up delivery and installation. Uh, we deliver, install. We will remove your old equipment if you have equipment that you're throwing out. Uh, we warranty the equipment for one year on parts and labor. And I'm very serious about that warranty. That's not just, uh, we don't just say it. We actually do stand behind the product and warranty 
our equipment. Uh, so you're fully covered when you buy from us. That's always great to hear, obviously. You know, go, going back for a second to the local start, like starting in the apartment and then out of basement out of a house and really starting to expand and grow. You know, now I, like I noticed that before you said it, like if I type in AES fitness, you do have, you know, Google, Google advertising and search engine optimization. And, you know, you also have a, a mantra about you about being the premier fitness service and supply company in New Jersey, our home state of New Jersey and. We both live in the same hometown, which is nice, but also beyond. Like you're servicing a, a little bit more outside this geography, are you not at this yeah. point? Yeah, we service Pennsylvania. We service New York City, five boroughs. Uh, we also are trying to move into uh, Virginia Beach now. I have a technician down in that area, and we're trying to build a presence down there. It's a little harder than you know um, I thought it would be, but we're, we're trying to get it going on down there. But that's that's great. I mean, did you ever think like from going from a field service technician to building your own business? Did you ever think you would be able to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I think a lot of people um, that have uh, ambition and passion about something. You really did. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like all in all or nothing, really, in all aspects of my life, which is it's actually good, but it can also be bad. But when it comes to business, it's very good. And I'm. Yeah, I, I envision anything happening. I, there's nothing off the table here. You know what I mean? Uh, I yeah. just do the best that I could do every single day and put my all into it every single day. And, and good things generally come from it. You're like the perfect combination of going all in, but also diversifying some of your practices. But again, like where it all stems from, service and supply driven by professionalism and passion. And those are things that are really part of your your core makeup. So, you know, talk to us a little bit about some of the places where you've been to, like to, for service calls and everything, where somebody's been in there before you. And they might not have really fixed it right. Like they might have just been trying to figure it out on the fly where you and your team are really focused on fixing it right the first time. Yeah, it's happened on a numerous, numerous times, generally at residences, um, you know, that came in there that really had no idea what they were doing and they diagnosed the equipment incorrectly or they really didn't uh, diagnose it at all. And the customer still had the issue. And I've had customers call me. I just don't want to deal with that. You know, we really want you to come in here and I and diagnose the issue and get it repaired. And, and I'm, I'm honest with the customer, first and foremost. The first questions I ask is, what type of equipment do you have? What's the brand and the model and how old is it? Because if the treadmill or elliptical or bike is over a certain age, generally, you won't be able to find parts or tech support for it. So I immediately tell them that it's not worth you putting the money into it. I would recommend replacing it. You know what I mean? And that starts the other conversation of us replacing it. Or if, you know, I don't push anything, if they're uncomfortable, I just say, you know, call me if you need anything, but you should replace the equipment. It's not worth putting the money into it. Yep. And that's if you're if you can do both service and supply that way, that's to me, that's still doing things with a good service mindset of how to best serve the client, the customer. Yeah. So so while 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 we're on some of these topics here. I, I have I have to discuss this with you real quick. And I know we're going to get into some more of this in the madness part of our show here, but you know, I, I'm thinking about some of the residential folks that you've helped service and some of the size of the equipment that you have. Yeah. And I'm, lo I'm looking at this picture that I put up on my green screen that's got like a nice, tight, narrow basement staircase. I, how the hell do you guys get something that big down there like with ease, it seems like? I mean, I don't want to say it's easy, but, but you, no, you really is. seem to know how, what you're doing. 
Yeah, generally, it's, it's, I mean, it's tough work. The equipment's super heavy. These treadmills, we deliver over 400, 500 pounds. But with the right team and the, and the, and the right manpower, you can get it done. And the tools, you know, we have dollies for everything. Uh, we have blankets, so we don't, nothing touches your carpet. We have rubber flooring that we bring, bring to the install. So when we maneuver the equipment in the house, it's being maneuvered on the rubber flooring. It's not touching your floor, not touching your carpet. Um, we know the equipment insides and outs. We basically take the top part off the base of the treadmill. So we bring the top part down and then we get the bed, the base of the treadmill down. And really when you're working with this stuff, it's really all about knowing how to maneuver the weight. You really don't have to lift the equipment that much. You know, just, you need to know how to maneuver it, where the pivot points are, you know, uh, make sure that it's stable on, on, on every end. And, and, you know, we generally slide the stuff down. We really don't lift and bring it down. We slide it down and we do it step by step. And I tell my guys, I don't care how much we have to break the equipment down. If we have to take every component off of it to make it manageable, then we're going to do that. Because the most important thing is getting it in the house safely. You don't want to get it down and bash somebody's wall and, you know, it becomes a nightmare, you know, a liability problem. So, and Which I, I have personal, I have personal experience actually heard. trying that. Huh? <laughs> I have personal experience actually trying that. Yeah, but the most important thing is the personal safety, man. I don't want anybody hurting their back or their knees. I mean, God forbid. So we we take that seriously. Yeah, no, and and it's you know definitely a good thing that you that you do because you know again a lot of times folks focusing on the sales end of things just about getting the getting the order written, getting the sale done, delivering a treadmill. It's like oh yeah, however we get it down there, we get it down there. It's like I love the fact that you're so centric to. You know how to do it safely, not only for your guys, but for the people involved. Every every person's comfort zone is different, especially with the COVID scenario happening. But right. everybody's living situation is different too, of how to maneuver these things around. Right, right. We wear masks to every site, and I always ask the customers, you know, what would make you feel comfortable? We'll do whatever you, you need us to do. You know, we take so you, it seriously. You, you mentioned treadmills a couple of times, and you know, obviously there's a, there's a multitude of different types of fitness equipment that you work with. I, I couldn't help but notice this one in, in some of the travels and me following your site because yeah. it's it's something that it, it's if I'm understanding correctly, it's it's something that's supposed to be a low impact treadmill. So basically, you're running, but you're not doing the same kind of damage that is done to your knees and your hips, like my father who's had a double hip replacement. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's an elliptical, actually. It's not a very popular piece. It's been in my inventory forever, but it's it's an elliptical, um, and it, it's it's a little awkward, that one. That one, that one's a little awkward to use, but uh, yeah, that, that's an elliptical, and they are much easier on the knees, um, much easier on the hips, generally. You know, they're a good machine. Yeah, shows you what I know. I, that's why I have you to go to for any and all fitness questions. <laughs> But yeah, as, you know, as far as that, you know, get, getting back to you know some of some of the methodology and and approaching the madness, which is the next part of our show that's coming up very shortly here, the stories that you have from the field. This is, this is another picture that I saw, and I know you you do both residential and commercial, which you know both have their place, you know. But there was obviously because of the pandemic, which we'll talk about a little bit in the next segment, some some crazy stories around what needs to be done for people to feel comfortable and to work out in these gyms. There's you guys ended up starting to put like plexiglass dividers up between some of the treadmills. You know, give, yeah. give us a little bit on that before we head into the into the next break. Well, you just want to make everybody feel, you know, COVID. Um you know, safe, you know, and, and the gyms are taking the protocols very, very seriously. I want to put that out there. You know, gyms are very, they're a safe place to be for people. Um, and I mean, 
when you're in the gym, you're building your immune system by working out, by breathing, by, you know, um, doing cardiovascular exercises. You're really beefing yourself up to be able to fight the disease. God forbid you get it. So I think gyms are definitely essential businesses and should never be shut down. Ever. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that sentiment, and I know this. There's been a whole lot of discussion around the topic this past year and and the year before. But we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with my buddy Adam Schwab, the owner of AES Fitness, premier service and supply company, New Jersey and beyond. Stay with us. Howdy, I'm Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast gateway to the smokies it airs on talkradio.nyc every tuesday night from 6 p.m to 7 every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the great smoky mountains national park and surrounding areas this show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture history and adventure that awaits you in the smokies tune in every tuesday from 6 p.m to 7 on talkradio.nyc are you passionate about the conversation around racism Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking today with my friend, Adam Schwab, owner of AES Fitness, premier supply and service organization for fitness equipment, uh, based here in New Jersey, but servicing uh, beyond New Jersey, New York, Virginia Beach, as Adam was telling us in the last segment. We're going to get a little bit deeper into the madness with Adam here now. So Adam, this is the artistic observational part of of our show here. Stories from the field that you have, no subject too taboo. I'm sure you've had plenty of it in the last couple of years. As we've been discussing, uh, last, last segment, we touched on the idea of of fitness establishments, gyms, what have you, almost being looked at as essential businesses. Like people need to stay in shape. They want to stay in shape. And a lot of that is what helps you fight off sickness and disease. But, you know, we've had to deal with some closures here and there. We've had Adam's team uh, em- embrace the, uh, the opportunity and the ability to help create things a little bit more safely, as we were talking about with putting up plexiglass dividers between things like treadmills. But 
Yeah, we want to get a little deeper here, Adam, into into some of the madness of of what you do. So again, no story too taboo, residential and commercial, both welcome. Delivery stories, things that have been requested of you, service stories of craziness of things that you've seen. So lay it on us. Tell us what you're seeing out there. Adam, you're, you're, you're on mute. There you go. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. I was, talking, I was saying that uh, one time we delivered a treadmill in Tom's River to a loft, and the guy had a spiral staircase, so we couldn't get the treadmill up the spiral staircase. So we actually had ladders, ropes, and we hoisted it up like fireman's carry, hoisted it up the loft, over the loft and, and, and got it done up there. So that was the most dangerous delivery we've ever done. But uh, regarding the pandemic, when this first hit, gyms got shut down. And I had to, unfortunately, lay off some people. Um, so thank God I diversified my company and kept in and, and did the sales. Because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Um, and basically, uh, it was me and one other guy. And uh, doing all the refurbishing, doing all the deliveries uh, myself. I mean, I worked seven days a week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and thank God I was busy. I was very busy and blessed. And uh but it was a very scary time. I mean, when people would come to my warehouse, I wouldn't go close to them. I wouldn't touch the money. Then when they left, I would take Lysol wipes and wipe down the money. And it was a crazy time. And then the people, I would tell them, listen, if you want to take the equipment now, I can't help you load it because I didn't want to get sick, you know. And you come to work, my wife would make me strip down and I would have to put everything in, in the you know, quarantine bucket and she <laughs> me in the shower and <laughs> it was a crazy times just a really crazy time and i'm super happy i made it through it and i'm with you and yeah I, I think that honestly the reason why we're here too is because we had a financially um in in good standing company you know what i mean because we, you know our numbers very seriously you know by building good partnerships with your vendors like my my father he stays on top of the bills getting paid to our vendors because we have great credit lines and we have great uh, relationships and, you know, anything we want, we get from our vendors because we keep up with that. And that's just so important. Making sure you have great relationships with your vendors and your the banks you deal with. And uh, it's, it's inevitable. You have to have that when you're running a company. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And it's and again, it's great that you have, you know, your father with his experience, you know, operating a business that that he can help guide you along the way. That's, you know, some there's some things are just are more valuable than that. You know, going going back for a second is again, great that you embrace the ability of doing the the supply sales side of things and especially with taking to the internet as everybody had to do even more so than they were used to during the pandemic. There's no doubt that 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 has helped helped a whole in a whole bunch of ways. But, you know, talking about the most dangerous thing that, that you did with the spiral staircase i can't help but but look at this picture where i see a dolly on a set of stairs to get to get the the equipment upstairs downstairs what have you yeah. I, I look at pictures like this i think of my brother and i growing up it's like I, i'm fairly certain we did this at some point and tried to get it straight out the front door of the house that we grew yeah. up in but you know talk to us a little bit about you know more about some of this maneuvering that you have to do like in inside of people's houses and where you have to do it in such a way where you don't hurt hurt yourselves hurt your hurt anybody else hurt the hurt the crown molding you know yeah, lay it yeah, off these, these homes are super beautiful man i mean we do work in homes in 
Rumson and Coldsnack, multi-million dollar homes. I, one time we did a delivery in Manhattan, the, the, the apartment, I think it was a hundred million dollar apartment. Everything was marble. We couldn't touch anything on the floor. It was just, I don't know how we do it half the time, honestly. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> At the end of it, when it gets done, I really take a sigh and I'm just like, oh, thank God. Thank God it's over. I can go home now. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know how we do it, but we take everything very slowly. We have four, you know, three, four guys on these deliveries. You know what I mean? And and we just take everything really slowly, step by step. I tell them, I don't care how long this takes, man. We're going to do it slow and easy. And that's, you know, I think um, our running a business, I think you should grow slow and easy. If you grow too fast, it's get, get in trouble. If you do anything too fast, you can make mistakes and, and, and have problems. So, with these deliveries, especially in these homes, you just got to be super careful. You actually just be, you said something that that made me made me think for a moment. So I, I interviewed a friend of mine who owns a commercial and moving uh, commercial moving and storage company, Mike Cohen, uh, a, a couple months back, and I was just thinking about the idea of you know commercial moving and uh, even businesses like law firms, accounting firms that he deals with that have their own gym set up, and then they go switch offices. It's like when they hire a moving company, like they, those folks don't ha- necessarily have the expertise to like take everything apart and then reassemble yeah. it on the other end. Like they would still need to partner with you. Yeah, no, we do. We do a ton of work for moving companies. We go into the homes, we break down all the equipment, prep everything to be moved. All the movers have to do is move the equipment to the new room in the new home or a corporate office, and we go back and reassemble everything. Yeah, that's because it, it's it's interesting because even just talking to you know, friends of mine in that industry, it's every one of them has kind of a project plan of how it's going to go, and it's like that's something that I initially didn't think of with with you and your company and what you do is you you could be an integral part of some of those project plans, residential or commercial. Yeah, we do that a lot. We do that a, a ton. It's a good part of the business for sure. Awesome. So yeah, it's other other pictures and things that I saw along the way. You know, this one with your box truck of going up someone's walkway into the front of the house with one of these, you know, four hundred pound treadmills and just laying down the work. Like not only inside the house but outside the house. So you don't want to mess up their grass or mess up their landscaping. Is this is a normal part of the game for you? Yeah, you can't dolly a treadmill like that up grass. The dolly will just dig into the grass, and then you can't carry the treadmill over the grass. You'll just break your back. So I mean, we went out. Home Depot, we bought stuff. It's called Masonite. And we bought, you know, plywood, you know, uh, two uh, those big plywood uh, planks there, pieces. And, and that's how we do it. We lay them down and seamlessly. You could dolly right over it, you know, and get it right into the Unbelievable. So it's like, you, it's almost like you bring a, you have to bring a set of Legos out with you and, and custom build a bridge sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah we, we do whatever's needed. Um, we just had a big treadmill. Um, we had to carry it up a flight of 12 stairs. We had to get it upstairs. So we had, uh, it was, that was pretty intense, but we got it up there. I mean, seamlessly just muscled it up Four guys, you know what I mean? And then, and it was a great, the customer was very happy. That's awesome, man. I just I, I keep having these like little horror stories of like something slipping down the stairs and going through a wall, through the fridge, yeah. through the house, like out the window. Yeah. Like, well, it's a young man's game. I'm getting old. I'm 45. You know, my knees hurt, my back hurts, so I'm looking for your talent <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm a, I'm only slightly I'm only slightly younger, and I'm probably more broken down than you. <laughs> yeah. 
so other types of madness that I, I see out there just are in and around this industry. So I, I think of, you know, very often just the sentiments of people getting so product focused and forgetting about the good people and process beforehand. You know, things like Peloton having such great marketing and you know, a great concept that's great, you know, great for residential. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not necessarily the only game out there. Like I look, you know, there's multiple brands of cycles. Like I use one. You cut out. Some of the other product lines and things like that that are really out there that maybe don't get publicized as much. Um, yeah, I think you were, you 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 wanted to elaborate on different brands out there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of variety out there, especially now. Uh, you know, with the whole landscape of the industry changing due to the pandemic. You know, everybody wants to work out at home. So at the beginning, Peloton came out with their product that was at a a certain price point. Now you have other companies coming in with similar products at much lower price points and it's taking up a lot of their market share and causing some issues for them. So you always have to make sure you're aware of your landscape, make sure you're aware of when you really need to try to pivot and go in a different direction so you can stay relevant. And, uh, you know, during the pandemic, I bought a box truck, I bought my forklift. So now we, what we do is we do there's a ton of companies that are based on California that uh, sell fitness equipment in New Jersey. So we do the, their deliveries and installations for them. Um, there's a lot of companies uh, that need us to extract equipment from their locations in New Jersey, and we ship it to California for them. We ship our company, or we ship some of our equipment all over California, Texas. Um, but having the right tools, you know, will be, make you be able to pivot. And go in a different direction. So during the pandemic, I said, you know, our gyms are shut down. I got to develop certain relationships here. So let's start delivering for companies. Let's start doing mm-hmm. things for other companies that, you know, need our services so that we did that. Uh, I'm curious, some of the ones that you correspond with in California, are they also trying to pursue technology enabled fitness solutions, like things that have like smart, you know, like basically an iPad as a screen, like on, on, on the console? Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of deliveries for companies that also sell pre-owned fitness equipment, but also, you know, and they they offer top-line commercial stuff like we do, you know, like um, I'm a dealer for companies, uh, you know, uh, that that do sell, you know, equipment with the interactive consoles. The equipment that we have that's pre-owned is, is, I mean, unbelievable, streaming consoles and, you know, so, yes, we do, we do all that. My brother got one for for his new house up in northern Jersey. It was like I think it was a Nordic Track treadmill where it has the you know the console screen looks like an iPad and you can basically go anywhere on the planet using Google yeah. Earth or whatever. And it's yeah. like you're running through the Alps if you want to. It's pretty cool. It, really, <laughs> it is super cool. Service end of it, it's cool, but it's like you know can be quite expensive. God forbid something happens and you're out of warranty. So. You got to weigh, you got to see it from all aspects. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you do because you know the ins and outs of everything associated with this industry. I love it. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Adam Schwalb, owner of AES Fitness, premier supply service for fitness equipment, New Jersey and beyond. Stay with us, everybody. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. 
Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4pm, every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership, here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. It's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are joined by my friend, Adam Schwab, owner of AES Fitness, premier uh, fitness equipment, service and supply based in New Jersey, servicing New Jersey and beyond. PM Eastern Time Show, The Entrepreneurial Web with Jeremiah Fox. He's the man, got some great guests. But back to AES Fitness and my man, Adam Schwab here. We're going to close things out here with the message part of our show. The whole idea, take some weekend insight, use it to make some Monday impact before we get into the throes of the weekend, which most folks uh, in the Northeast already have no doubt done that with the amount of snow on the ground out there, probably shoveling their walkways and making snowmen. But Adam, talk to us a little bit about some of the sound bites that you want to leave everybody with. Uh, you're a very passionate guy and that's anything fitness related. Uh, I'd be crazy to ask anybody other than you first. So talk to us, talk to us a little bit about, you know, some of the, the notes you want to leave everybody with. Well, I mean, first off, I do want to go, you know, touch back on the gym situation with the whole pandemic. I, I really feel like gyms are super important for uh, people's not only physical health, mental health. You know, people go to the gym and they release their stresses. They chat with people that they see every day. They build relationships. It's, you know, with this whole pandemic, it's, uh, you know, really taking a lot of the social aspect of living life out of out of uh our everyday lives and it's very very tough for people so i think gyms uh should remain open and they're essential sure um another thing i want to top touch on is just you know we really yes fitness it's um you know you're only good as the people you surround yourself with i have a great team with me my assistants in the office are amazing i really feel like the technicians that we have out there now are amazing and um we really want to do our all and, and 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 we want to give our customers an honest customer experience that's you know full of integrity and uh and passion in what we do and uh 
that's really the best thing that that's all you could do. You know, um, be good to people, do right by people, treat people as you want to be treated. That's that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Going going back for a second to the residential uptick, I, I, I you, you tell me if you've seen this as well. I, I feel like more people who've considered getting gyms into their houses have done it because of the pandemic. But there's also some that try to do everything themselves and they get overwhelmed with it. You know, it's something that you and your team can really lend a strong hand to if people feel apprehensive about going out in public and design a gym. You guys could really help them from soup to nuts with it. Yeah, we can definitely, we can get in there and, you know, we do everything from the, we supply the rubber flooring, we install the rubber flooring, we supply the equipment, we install the equipment, we service the equipment. We're a one-stop shop. We don't source anything to anybody and we oversee everything from soup to nuts. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, people, you know, are on a budget and, and they want to do it on their own. And some people, have the wherewithal to do it on their own. Other people need the assistance and we're certainly here for them. You know, going, going back for a moment again on, on just also like, you know, there's certain brands out there that like I, I use the Peloton one cause I see it everywhere. A lot of marketing, a lot of folks subscribe to it. And, you know, it's, it's its own little community, which I, I do like things like that where things are their own little community, but the fitness community as a whole, like, there's a lot of other types of equipment, a lot of type, a lot of other types of products and, and things and even services available out there that it's not just limited to one thing, you know, for, for just a moment, you know, give us, give us an idea of, of something like, as you said, you, you correspond with some other, other fitness equipment companies out of California and, and Texas and things like that, folks that are doing some things that are a little bit more technologically advanced. So what, you know, where else can people look to investigate some of their alternatives to things that are just the big, heavily marketed types of types of pieces of equipment? Um, you know, the variety is really insane. I mean, there's so many different things that are coming out. There's a company called Hydro that came out with an interactive rower, uh, which is like, it looks like you're, you're on a rowing team for Princeton. It's, it's, it's a pretty awesome machine. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The treadmills, like we were saying about your brother's Nordic track treadmill. It's like, you can basically virtually run anywhere in the world. You know, it's pretty impressive. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, the landscape of the gym business and the equipment that's out there, I really, I don't know how much more it could change. I think that the equipment can evolve into different, you know, things or, you know, different designs, but I mean, many more variations can there be, you know what I mean? So it's always cool to see what manufacturers come up with and uh, hopefully they come up with quality stuff and not just, you know, throw something together that looks good. <laughs> breaks in, in a month. Yeah, no, de definitely agreed on that. I mean, you, you go back in the industry and you've always been passionate about it, but you go back in the industry nearly 20 years at this point. It's like from going back then to seeing what was available to what is available now and what people are asking for and why it's, it's gotta be like a crazy difference no? Yeah, totally. It's completely evolved. It's much bigger than it's ever been before. It's uh, a huge business now, huge. Um, manufacturers are so innovative uh everything is computer based now software based uh you need computers and usb sticks in order to fix some of the equipment instead of before it was a wrench and a, and a, and a phillips head screwdriver you know, now you need a laptop with you when you're on site you need to be on the phone with the technical support for the manufacturers because 
They have software engineers that have to get involved now. So it's a huge difference than what it was back in the day. I see a, I see a lot of analogies to cars for some of the stuff that you do, and I love cars. So it's, you know, where these belts or these, this treadmill has 20,000 miles on it could go 150,000. It sounds like kind, kind of similar where these days you need like the little reader thing to, to read your car's codes, like no matter what. And that's been, that goes back, you know, 15 years, 20 years already. So yeah. it's, it's just crazy. Yep. Definitely is. You can work on cars. You can work on fitness. <laughs> no, no doubt. So, you know, AESFitness.com, AES Fitness. one word to 21,000. You'll get my contact information. I can connect you with my fine folk here. But uh, before I let you go for the day, I want to revisit the answers to the questions that I asked you. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So without further ado, you know, Adam being from my home state of New Jersey and my hometown, actually, of Manalapan, uh, Adam, Adam's favorite TV show character is none other than Anthony Soprano, the leader of the New Jersey family from the classic series the sopranos i love it common answer from my brethren here and i, I didn't notice this before i, I put your face on on uh, tony soprano's body but there's some you you actually bear a decent resemblance i never i never got that before <laughs> it's you i don't think i don't think of it when i look at you but it's it's not, it's really not that far off when i try to Put your face on there. But, uh, <laughs> I also took a look at from uh, the Many Saints of Newark, uh, a little bit younger version to give us all a little bit more youth. Yeah, I'm not sure if you saw that. That movie was not very good. <laughs> hey, man, anything I could do to make us both feel a little bit younger, you could rest assured I'm always going to do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> So uh, Adam, Adam's favorite TV show, no surprise here, is The Sopranos. So uh, I, I did some with some pictures here with some of the other members of the crew. And uh, I do like to join my my guests uh, on in the pictures wherever I can. So so there's me as AJ sitting next to you. But it's if there you know fun analogies. I love asking these types of questions. Like I love movies, TV, and music. But you know, and while you know Tony Soprano and and not necessarily completely ethical in all the business dealings, which I know is not a not not a message you want to put out there. But the the idea of him being the boss and somebody who really knows his his family and knows his craft and knows what he's doing is there's a lot of similarity there to the, to the way that you know I look at how passionate you are about your business. Yeah, it's just a great show because, you know, it hits, it hits home, number one. I mean, it's it's based in New Jersey. It's, you know, living in New Jersey my whole life, being around, you know, those, not those, just being around in the New Jersey, New York person. It just felt comfortable to me when the show came out. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved all the characters. Um, I love the fact uh, that the the characters had so much camaraderie. If you hear any of the interviews, they always say that the Sopranos was the best experience in their, in their working career. And uh, actually the, the brother and sister, uh, the guy that played AJ and, and Meadow, they're still best friends to this day. They have a podcast uh, together. And yeah, I just love that fact that they stayed close and it's, it's a great show. It's great. Yep. Further discussion all about the people, not just in the on-screen version, but off-screen as well. Surround yourself with the right people, which they yeah. certainly did to make some magic with that series. Mm -hmm. 
So on the music front of things, you actually gave me two answers, which I loved putting your face on these guys. So you, first you said the guitar and Prince, which if there's a way to make Prince look more badass than people remember him by, there's definitely putting your face on there goes a long way to making that happen. I don't think so. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, he, lo- he looks he looks tough there, a little tougher than he did, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, the, the other answer uh, you gave me was the drums and Travis Barker from Blink-182. That's actually a pretty yeah. uh, com- common given answer on my show here. People love Travis Barker. Yeah, he's an incredible drummer for sure. I mean, uh, so technical and fast. And uh, I just can't stop watching videos of him drumming. You know, I spend my nights when I get done with work and the kids are asleep. I watch music videos. You know, generally, it's, you know, recently it's been, you know, the Get Back Beatles documentary. But uh you know, um, yeah, Beatles. I went for the longest time just every day just trying to watch Prince guitar videos because that guy was just – I don't think he's – he doesn't get enough credit as being one of the great guitar players ever. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. Adam, thank you so much for joining me here on the show today. Great to thank have you, you here. And uh, get get the message out there a little bit more about AES Fitness. Again, you guys want to get in contact with Adam, AESFitness.com. You can text me, 21,000, text SMB guy. I'll get you in touch. Again, happy new year to everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here on Always Friday. We hope that you gain some weekend insight to make Monday impact. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the snow. We'll see you next week at 11 a.m. Eastern time right after Tommy D, Philanthropy and Focus on Always Friday. Take care, everybody. See you soon. Take care. Thank you, Steve. Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life hi i'm pat duckworth women's health strategist and host of the hot women rock radio show empowering women leaders at menopause join me every thursday at 10 a.m eastern time 3 p.m uk time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? 
Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 